AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. I am your host, Pastor Marcus Burgos, and I'm pleased to be on the air with you today. You know, I've been thinking as we are getting into this year, February, March, and the year's already rolling on, we may be working still on our New Year's resolutions and goals. But one part of that that I think is, is so necessary is rest. We should not just go, go, go all day, all the time because we run out of energy. And I'm reminded of a passage that is really not popular for rest, popular for another reason. But in the book of Genesis in chapter 28, uh, we read about Jacob. And the passage says that sundown he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found the stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. And the next verse talks about the dream he had and how the heavens opened up and the angels coming up and down. And, and he found out later, wow, this is none other than the gateway to heaven, the, the house of God. And he named it Bethel. And it was a beautiful experience. But before that experience ever happened, Jacob found rest. Jacob was running a lot of his life. He was running from people, running to places, trying to get some things done. But in that moment... He rested. And I want to challenge you. Find rest. Even God rested. We hear, we read in the Bible. On the seventh day, he stopped everything and he rested. And so I want to, I want to encourage you to find a time to rest. Rest is part of your preparation. Rest is part of your, of your feeding and, and, and rebuilding. So find some time to rest this year, this week, this month, so that you could accomplish, you could receive perhaps a revelation like Jacob did. So, God bless you. Take that. And I'm I'm happy to introduce to you today uh, a man of God that is part of the ministry here in our within our, our, our city, within our area. And uh, I, I say this often. I've gotten back to saying it. I, I thank God for the evangelists, the men and women that travel all across the world and they preach and they jump on planes and buses and and they 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 drop a word and they leave. And I thank God for them that they have they have their place. Uh, but I think there's a special place in God's heart for the men and women that stay, for the pastors, the shepherds, those people that uh, they they preach a word and then they stick around and, and pick up the pieces <laughs> after that word has been preached. And uh, today I'm honored to be in the studio with Pastor David Sanchez. He is the senior pastor of Real Life Community Church in New Braunfels. Pastor David, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I want to introduce, what I want to do is introduce uh, our listeners to you. So I want you to give me a little, a little background about you. Are you a PK? Are you, uh, are you a San Antonian or New Braunfels? I don't know how you say that, from New <laughs> Braunfels. <laughs> yes. But uh, what, what, tell me a little bit. Absolutely. So I'm from this area. I was born in San Antonio, uh, grew up in the Sutherland Springs, Lavernia, Seguin area, and um, my family is from this area uh, for generations. My mom was born in uh, Mexico, uh, Nuevo Laredo, okay. and then they moved to San Antonio when she was a little girl. And my dad's, uh, my grandpa, 
was from San Antonio, and he was in the Marines in World War II. And, and uh, so his family uh, has been in ministry uh, for a long time. Um, and, uh, and so we have lots of, of pastors in our family. My grandpa, uh, like I said, he wasn't a pastor. He was a Marine. Mm-hmm. Um, and my father has been, my parents have been in lay ministry uh, serving uh, under pastors for a long time. So though you're not a PK, you grew up in church. That's right. Yeah, we grew up in uh, in ministry, uh, serving the Lord and serving the church, and and so uh, so that's always something that um, we've has been a part of our life. No, so perhaps my my intro devotional today has is you know you're not a PK, but you are you are a grandson and a son of people in ministry, and Jacob was. I could imagine he carried the weight of being Abraham's grandson. I could only imagine that, uh, and Isaac's kid, you know, where where God was definitely, uh, and the calling was on their life, and God was there with them. They were the ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now tell me a little bit, because growing up in church does not keep you from situations, does not keep That's you right. from issues or temptation. You know, sometimes parents, we want to protect our kids from everything, but there's no way to protect them from everything. So how, how, was, how was that moment in your life, perhaps, of your conversion? When did that light bulb go on and you said, okay, I need this God. I need him to be my God. Absolutely. Well, I grew up in church um, and, and had a relationship with the Lord, but I don't think it was my own relationship with mm-hmm. the Lord. I think it was part of just my identity with my family, my parents. And, and so when I went off to college, I went to uh, Southwest Texas State University back before it was Texas State. Uh, so that may date me a little bit. But um, I went to school and I realized that I didn't have my own relationship with God. I began to to get into things and do things that were contrary to my beliefs and my upbringing. And uh, if you had asked me at the time, did I love God and was I living for God, I would have told you yes. But looking back now, the answer was a resounding no, yeah. um, because there was a lot of compromise uh, in my life. And so when I was 22... I was visiting a church in San Marcos uh, with a friend of mine, and uh, it was a small church. We went to church that day, and there was a a guy named Jesse playing the drums, and there wasn't very many people in the church, but after church, as we were walking out, he made a beeline for me and uh, introduced himself and, and invited me to hang out with him and some of his friends, and and he invited me to a small group. And so for the first time as a, as a college student, I saw young men who were wanting to pursue a relationship with God and not, not playing the game and not looking one way on Sunday and, and another way during the week, but they were really committed to allowing God to shape their lives and their future. And, uh, and that was really the moment when I said, Lord, this is what I want. I want a real relationship with you. And uh, and so that that invitation, that small group, um, we got involved with Chi Alpha Campus Ministries uh, on the the campus of Southwest Texas State mm-hmm. University, and uh, and that was the t- turning point for my life. Um, and God has just led one step after another. You know, as we've tried to be faithful to the Lord, um, you know, throughout all the years, uh, that is really the one word 
that I can attribute um, attribute everything to is just faithfulness in the yeah. little things, and the Lord uses that, and uh, and He just continues so to before, open doors. Before you go too far down, I wanna I I wanna touch on that because I think that's so key to to our life and to our experience that going to church is good. I mean, I rather I rather you go to church than go, you know, any anywhere else really. Uh, but that's not the full experience, uh, and and it, and you still need to have that make that decision to follow Christ. And it was because of of a drummer uh, that that found you, saw you, and uh, became friends with you, and exposed you to something new, to something that you had. I mean, you had been around. You grew up in church, mm-hmm. but he showed you a lifestyle. Yeah, he was very missional. Um, you, and, and he's still that way today, very intentional. Uh, and so here we are 20 years later and we're still great, great friends. Uh, we're lifelong friends. Um, and so there are so many times that we go to church and, uh, and this is part of, of what we're really intentional about as a church is having a clear mission, a clear vision and a clear strategy, things that we know we need to be doing, um, when we, launched the church. So our church is a revitalization. It was uh, started in 1956, and we became the pastors in, in 2012 um, after the church had been closed for a period of time. And so um, so we started with a dozen people, yeah. um, and we knew very early on that that this was not going to be a cruise ship. This was God wanted our church to be a battleship yeah. um, that had a clear mission. And so, so our mission— and this is church-wide, but this is individually. I ask my kids this on the way to school uh, almost every day. What's your mission? And our mission is to help our friends become fully devoted followers of Jesus. That's what Jesse did for me yes. 20 years ago, and that's what we're called to do for our friends, our teammates, our coworkers, um, the people in our church, uh, is to help them become fully devoted followers of Jesus. And, uh, and so many times we can grow up in church and forget that our job is to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus. And we think that just going to church is, is enough. Is enough. Yeah. Um, but he wants a real relationship, real devotion. And, uh, and so then we have a, a vision, you know, for our lives and for our church. Our mission is to help our friends become fully devoted followers of Jesus. But our vision is to serve our community, to serve communities around the world and we do that in our church through small groups, mm-hmm. and we do that through high-capacity ministries. So our small groups go into the community uh, several times a year, and they'll serve uh, homeless shelters, food pantries. They'll serve um, ministries that minister to foster kids. Um, and then we also have what we call high-capacity ministries, ministries that, that minister to lots of people at one time. Sundays right. is right. a high-capacity ministry. We have mentorship ministries. Um, that happen in our church and through our kids' ministry and, and worship ministry uh, where we're investing in the next generation. But as a church, we're also uh, heavily invested in marriages and helping mm-hmm. people succeed uh, with their money. So our saying is we want people to become spiritually and financially mature money managers because those are areas where Satan yeah. attacks people. Sure does. Uh, if he can break the marriage, he can break the family. If he can attack the finances, he can bring stress. And so, so those are our, some of our focuses. We really invest in the next generation yeah. because we're passionate about that. And so 
that's our that's our heart is to to see people grow, to see people really live with a clear mission, um, and not just be people that that go to church, but beyond that, our relationship with right. God is 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 stagnant, and so um, so our heart is to see people live with that type of a vision uh, in their life, and so we we as at a, as a church we have what we call a strategy right. and that is we want people to connect which means we need real relationships um so many times in church it's sur- superficial and we want people to really engage in real relationships Take in the small mask groups off. and and through serving on a team yeah. and and uh and then we want people to grow that means have a real devotional life where i'm mm-hmm. praying and i'm reading my bible every single day my relationship with God grows over time. Scripture yeah. talks about just like a baby drinks milk, and then eventually it's able to to eat eat meat. Yeah, the same thing with us. So many that times, same process. Yeah, we go for the steak. We think that oh, I need to read three hours and pray. You know, all this time. But if we start small and, and we're faithful and consistent, then the Lord just grows us, and over time we begin to. You know, just last night I was telling someone. Prayer and Bible reading is not a gift. I don't think anyone has a gift of prayer or a gift of Bible reading. It's yeah. a discipline. Yep. And those that are able to discipline themselves enough to the point that they, you know, it may look like a gift later on, the gift of prayer. No, I, we had to work on that when nobody else was around, you know, in my, in my secret place, you know. But if you discipline yourself then you'll be able to do more and get further, be more effective, yeah. and, have, and have that word in your heart. Yeah, that's very true. Um, we, there are things that we do intentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, relationships we have to be intentional about. It's so easy in our society to click the garage door opener, drive into the garage, exactly. click it again, and you never interact with any of your neighbors or anything. And uh, it's so easy uh, just to go through the routine and not make and prioritize Bible study and and prayer. Even if it's 30 seconds a day, be consistent, and over yeah. time you'll grow. Um, and then it's intentional to serve. You know, we were created to serve. And when we begin to find a place, find a way, uh, it may not be perfect, uh, but you find a way to serve, then the Lord begins to open doors. As we're faithful in the little things, the Lord begins to open doors to his plan and his future. Um, I really believe that faithfulness is the key that so many people are looking for to the future that God has for their lives, being faithful. You know, we in in the church circles, we often say uh, we are the church. You know, it's not the place or the address or the location. Right. We are the church. And but in that same thought, I've I've uh, I've said, if you want to have friends, then be friendly, be that, be friendly. If you want to see growth in church as far as uh, the gospel being be, being shared, then be the witness. You know, don't just pray, Lord, bring people. You know, right. and we're just going to stay in our pew. Right. Bring no, be the witness, and and the people will come. It's 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 a it's a part of that being intentional. Yes. Of that being. And so you're listening to AM630, The Word, Church of the Week program, and you're listening to uh, Senior Pastor of Real Life Community Church, Pastor David Sanchez. And uh, I'm so happy that you're here and, and talking and letting us know, giving us some insight on what's going on over there and in your heart. But I want to ask you a question. 
about uh, because a lot of us have given our heart to the Lord, but not many people make that next decision. Uh, many are not, are not even called to that, but you made that next decision to go from from being a Christian and a follower of Christ to becoming a pastor or saying, you know what, use me. How was that for you? How did that happen for you? Well, again, it comes down to being faithful in the little things. So I mm-hmm. told you, Jesse invited me to small group, and so it wasn't long. And I was serving with Jesse on the worship team at the church, and uh, I had I wasn't very good at guitar, <laughs> um, but I made myself available to serve and uh, and lead worship. And over the next couple of years, um, I, I was leading worship there at the church in San Marcos. And uh, then I met my wife now, uh, Amy, and we she was serving at a church in Seguin. And so we were both serving at our churches, faithful. As we were forming a relationship, mm-hmm. still being faithful to the churches we served at individually. In 2002, we were asked to be a part of a team planting a church in Lavernia, which was where I grew up. Uh, so... That for me was, it was easy to do. Um, and so we served at that church while we were dating. We weren't engaged yet, but we were just faithful there. And uh, after about a year, we got married and then we began a family. And And so now we have four kids, um, but three of our, our kids, we have three three sons and then we have a baby girl. Uh-oh. And so <laughs> it's uh, life is a, an adventure. Yes. We've got a high schooler. Uh, playing football, middle schooler playing football. We have a nine-year-old uh, who he'll be nine on Valentine's Day, and then Brooklyn will be five in March. So it's it's we run the gamut. Yeah. But we were faithful at that church for ten years, leading worship, and then the Lord uh, called us to New Braunfels. We didn't know that He was calling us to New Braunfels. We knew that the Lord was calling us into a season of transition. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what that would look like. We had been at that church for 10 years, so really all of our adult life, we had been at this church. And so the Lord told us to put the house up for sale, uh, prepare for the future. And and so we did that. And then one day um, someone approached us about considering pastoring this church in New Braunfels. And uh, and it was our, our, our pastor that we had served under. They had taken this church on as a satellite campus. And after a year and a half, uh, as we were transitioning out, he said the Lord woke him up one day and, and told him to ask us if we would consider pastoring that church. And so uh, it was a big leap of faith for us. There was a dozen people at the church, a $300,000 mortgage uh, for the building. And so uh, none of it made sense, but we felt after uh, counsel and 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 asking people to pray with us that this was where the Lord was leading us. And so we started in October of 2012 and had our first service. And, uh, and so here we are seven and a half years later, and the Lord has just been faithful. There's been um, some challenging times. We've learned a lot. Uh, we learned a lot of what not to do, right. <laughs> um, but you know, hopefully, we've grown and learned from some of the mistakes that we've made. Um, and God has just been faithful. Uh, we've not done anything uh, extraordinary. Um, the Lord is faithful, and right. so here we are. Um, 
seven and a half well, years you know later. What? Tell me, tell me where the church is. Give me the address. Give me uh, sure. where you guys are at. Yeah, so the address is 1615 FM 1044 in New Braunfels, Texas. So we're about a mile off of I-35. And, uh, and so the Lord just blessed us again uh, all these years ago. There's been so many pastors over the years that have invested their lives mm-hmm. into this church. And, uh, and so the fruit that we see today is a result of the work That's that right. they have done over generations. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so we've got three uh, services on Sundays. We have an 830 service currently, uh, 10 o'clock and an 11.45 uh, service on wow, Sunday morning. three services. Yes, sir. That's excellent. And what is, what is a, a landmark? Where where are you? If I'm, if I'm driving out, I'm not from New Braunfels, but I want to go check you guys out, what's my exit? Where, right, where, right. Where, where do so I, you, how do I get there? Take I-35, and then you'll exit, uh, I think it's 185, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, you'll turn right by the Planet Fitness, right okay. there, I-35, and you'll and just, go about just keep a, on a going. Mile. Don't yep. stop at the gym. Just yep, yeah. Don't stop at the gym. Uh, and F that's FM ten forty four that goes to the right, and it runs all the way to FM seventy eight. But you only go a mile off of thirty five, and we're on yeah. the, the left hand side, Real Life Community Church. And you have three services Sunday morning eight thirty, eight thirty, ten o'clock, and eleven forty five on Sunday mornings. And we could also find you on the internet. That's right, rlccnb.com. Um, our website is a great way to keep uh, keep up with everything going on at the church, upcoming events. Uh, we're really big on stewardship, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So there's resources there uh, where people can go and and get resources to help them grow and become uh, better money managers and honor the Lord um, in all of their life. So RLCCNB, that's for Real Life Community Church, New Braunfels dot com. That's right. And they can find you there. You're on social media, I would imagine, as well. Yes, sir. So we're on uh, Facebook, Twitter. I don't, I'm not over all of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's beyond my pay grade. Um, but we have, yeah, absolutely, we're on social media. We have an app you can download to to keep up with everything going on. And that's Real Life Community Church in New Braunfels. You know, something that you said that I, I, that I found so interesting, um, if we're faithful in the few, the Bible says, he will put us in more. A lot of times we interpret that to mean that if I'm faithful now, God will give me a vacation. He'll give me less or he'll, you know, but actually uh, those that are faithful in the few, he gives them more responsibility. And that's the case with you. A lot of times we want to be senior pastor without having been faithful anywhere. We want the the prize without having the process. And so I want you to give me give me a minute. We're almost out of time, but sure. talk about that process. Well, that that applies to all of life. When you're faithful in the little things, the Lord will entrust you with responsibility. And that applies to ministry. When you're faithful in little things in ministry, the Lord will entrust you with more ministry. When you're faithful in your career, the Lord will entrust you with more responsibility in your career. When you're faithful in your finances and honoring the Lord with the first fruits and the tithe, the Lord will entrust you with more responsibility. Yeah. We think money is is just like just a blessing, but it's also a responsibility. And we're called to be good stewards. And and in any area of life, we're faithful in the little things in our marriage. The Lord will entrust us. And so you guys are heavy in stewardship. Yes, we're very, uh, we're unapologetic when it comes to stewardship. That's one area where the enemy has 
he has blinded people. He has robbed. Mm-hmm. He has destroyed. And so you are teaching people to be faithful wherever they're at, which we could say is the few, so they could have more. Uh, well, so that they can have a greater impact. Right. We're, we're, we there have a go. mission. So it's not just about having and, and absolutely, hoarding, but being able to manage it so you can give it. Absolutely. Pastor, we're, we're just about out of time, but I want you to take a minute to invite invite us to church on Sunday. Absolutely. So uh, as we mentioned, uh, Sunday mornings are a great time. Uh, we have, and I have Pastor Joey uh, sitting here in the studio with me. Um, and we have services that are for the entire family. Uh, worship is passionate. We love the Lord. That's our heart. We're worship leaders. We were worship leaders before we were pastors. Yeah. Uh, kids ministry is a huge deal to us. Uh, we want kids to come have fun learn about God, and we're building a foundation. We have a music mentorship that takes place where we're investing into kids um, and helping them grow and and to understand that God has a purpose for their lives. Uh, And so when you come on a Sunday morning, you're going to leave having had a good time but walking away challenged, Mm -hmm. and your kids will walk away knowing God has a purpose and being equipped for that purpose that God has for their lives. And that's what we want out of church. That's right. We want to be challenged. We want to be challenged to grow. And so, San Antonio, I want to, I want to challenge you. If you're looking for a church, uh, I'm putting a church right before you, right up the road from San Antonio in New Braunfels. So get to church, San Antonio. Visit Real Life Community Church and Pastor David Sanchez, and you can find them at rlccnb.com. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you, Pastor Sanchez. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.